Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. I'm Alyssa Simmons, and I'm joined today by my two pals, Dino Nicandros. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we're talking The Bad Batch, Episode 3, Replacements, written by Matt Mitchnovitz. Mm-hmm. Matt Mitchnovitz. Good. Directed by Nathaniel Villanueva. And by God, with Star Wars fans. Oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Star Wars inside the Tauntaun. This is our podcast opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, and Dino talking about Star Wars. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Well, here we are, or episode three. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> this is now an Australian pit case. <laughs> this is yeah horrible. This is not going well. Good thing their borders are closed until mid twenty twenty two, or else yep. somebody would come over here and shoot us. They in would the head. come that take would. care of us. They no, sure they're would. too nice. They well, sure they would take care of us, but they would do it while smiling. Right. Um, giving everybody um, a heads up right now uh, out there in podcast land. My sound sounds different because it is different. I'm in a different home right now, being a little dog sitter for my good friend, Remy. Rim, rim, rim. He's sitting right next to me. He's very cute. <laughs> um, so it's possible he might get excited because the gardeners might come and it'll be a hilarious little outtake. Oh. <laughs> Yes, no. people will not know what to do with themselves. It no. will be so funny. Won't it be hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> but Remy is a big Star Wars fan. Aren't you, Bubba? Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, you are. He's a big Star Wars fan. He, he was a fan of the Ewok films. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, he actually kind of looks like an Ewok. He totally no, does. Yeah. If you put a little, a little brown hood on him, he'd be there. He's there. He's on. Endor. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> how did you? Uh, how did you two feel about this episode? Let's just oh, talk general it. general vibes at the start. Generally, dark. I liked it. <laughs> that was dark. Yeah, she got Very dark. really, really dark. In fact, I mean, like, you know, I'm gonna say it's up there with like one of the darkest Star Wars moments ever. Maybe, which yeah. is like saying a lot for a kid's show. Um, yeah, definitely some cold-blooded uh, killing. Murder. Uh, murder. And for, well, but you I know what? Like it was we for were... a good cause. Oh. It was... Oh, <laughs> oh Daniel's oh, dear. taking my role today. Oh, dear. <laughs> the Empire the Sympathizer? Is, yeah, have we sw- the switched? They needed to get wow. the information because, you know, oh, my Saw Gerrera is a... A crazy person, and you know, oh my gosh, get, um, get I think we guy. were kind of prepared for it to go pretty dark. Yeah, but this was but not that dark, man. No. I that was that was very unexpected. It made the redemption arc that we're all hoping for mm-hmm. a lot harder to envision. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're going in Star Wars, like you know. 
Star Wars rules, if there is any, are any. Mm-hmm. Um, I it feels like if he's going to have a redemption, it means that he's gotta have to like sacrifice himself, which is sad but probable yeah. at this point. Because yeah. yeah, like does he can 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 somebody like that come back? Even well, I mean, the only difference here is that we know that he is truly. Not in control of himself. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's he's all been winter soldiered. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. if he were to come back, I mean, they could explain that away. I'd be like, I just didn't know. But then, like, how does one live with themselves? You know, like, because I mean, he may not be in control of himself, but I think that when they're not anymore, they are. It's not like I have amnesia and I don't remember what I did. Like, right? I don't know. We, I don't think we know, really. I mean, Ish, uh, we, we Ish know from Rex. Yeah, because Rex knows that he almost tried to take Ahsoka's life, right? But that yeah, was only after th- the chip was removed, correct? Oh my gosh, how Well, but he, he actively struggled with it, though. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, he struggled I, I with think it. They, I then... think they remember it. I think it's having the chip dialed up doesn't necessarily erase memory i don't know yeah could you imagine coming back from from that and being like oh my god i killed those poor people like right and we know that he's not completely gone because of his reaction when they come back from that yeah mission when they're in um you know the bad batches old living quarters and he's looking at the little you know, marks yeah, he's like, that, oh, that was where my friends that were. record, you know, made. And there's, there's definitely, right. uh, some wheels a turn in, in there, but he cannot, I don't think that he can control himself. Yeah. No. And, and to begin with, he's a pretty rough dude. Yes. So, right. So it just dials that personality up to a 12. And, um, the good soldiers follow orders is just a, oh my th- that'll be the, the the line of the show yeah that was but, chilling and that like, was chilling he also killed his fellow soldier mate my goodness yeah, yeah. well yeah th- that that sets up uh, a precedent <laughs> well the, the, there's a big backdrop taking shape here and it kind of gets hinted at at the end of the episode. Uh, the clones are getting phased out. Right. And one has to wonder if this series is leading towards a Camino and rebellion of sorts. It certainly feels with a that clone way. Army. It certainly feels like they're, they're sort of uh, gearing up for, a, um, you know, a clone rebellion type situation. So... But it, it, okay, so this is interesting to me because if we're thinking in terms of the Thelonyverse and um, we do see signs of the, um, of the clone, you know, Camino and Camino in. That's <laughs> um, the correct pronunciation, yeah. Camino in. Camino in. They have a presence in The Mandalorian. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, wondering, through Dr. Pershing. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, and, and they're, so, I mean, even, even up until that point, they're still, 
you know, potentially, well, not potentially, they are working with the, you know, Empire. Are they, First though? Order. Because he's not Kaminoan. That's the thing. It's like, I wonder, yeah, he's well, not, no, you're I right, wonder you're what right happened. Yes. So it's yeah. like, did, so yeah, that's an interesting thought. So did it, it, either, either he's working with the Kamino, Kaminoans coming? Well, they've taken their, Kaminoans. yeah, or they've taken their technology. Or they've taken everything. Yeah. They, yeah. Which they I suspect is probably what happened. decided that this is ours now. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. That, the more I think about it, that's absolutely what's about to happen. Yikes. Is, yeah. But that's well, interesting. Let, let, we'll set up some some more backdrop. Yeah, as we as we go that. through for sure. Um, for so, uh, the episode kind of splits its attention between uh, the Clone Force ninety nine and what's going on with the Empire's efforts to sweep away the old Republic and convince everyone that this is the new the new way. Um, and, uh, we start off with, uh, Clone Force 99 crash landing on a moon and their power That's supply, no yes, their power supply is blown. So they got to figure that out. This felt very, um, Empire Strikes Back to me with, uh, the little, you know, the little oxygen breathers. Oh yeah, and, totally. Yeah. Very reminiscent. Um, like landing on the asteroid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the penis monster. <laughs> oh, yucky. <laughs> D- Daniel's favorite. <laughs> Were you hoping to see him again here on this movie? Yeah. I'm get the penis monster again. Sad. <laughs> oh, bummer. Um, and uh, Hunter and Ormega uh, go to track down an Ordo Moon Dragon. Oh, something of note. Uh, note it. Wrecker! Um... Uh, bumped his head in the crash and yes. he complains about it um, mm-hmm. later on. So, He's like, ooh, ouch, my head. Very interesting. Yeah. Something to note. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got tech working on some sort of uh, scanner device to to truly solidify his uh, his theory that the inhibitor chips are not active in them. So that's also something we're definitely going to be going right. into. Right, we wait with bated breath because, oh boy, if, if if they are. Yeah. Or I mean, if they're even partially working, that, that complicates. Mm-hmm. Very much. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we learned that this Ordo Moon Dragon is a creature drawn to raw energy. Uh, and that's why it's, uh, you know, stolen the only working capacitor. On the ship, it's like a cross between a Minoc from Empire yes. Strikes Back yeah. and and those beasts. Got if you've seen the 2014 Godzilla, that the uh, the giant monsters that feed on nuclear power. It oh, reminded sure. me it's a mm-hmm. hybrid of both of those. I don't. Yeah, and um, the thing, the thing that I liked, um, one of the things that I liked about this kind of feel with um omega and hunter it felt very like um young ahsoka to me not mm-hmm. not nearly as annoying as young ahsoka <laughs> was oh uh, sorry to say but <laughs> yeah, it's true it's true uh no she's just very young and precocious you know, yeah she's but it's uh it, it serves as a nice uh kind of youthful foil 
to the to yeah. the hardened bad batch dudes. So yeah. I I definitely liked that. Um so now we have this sort of sequence of uh hunter tracking which mostly is just like him looking at dirt and squinting around. <laughs> Aragorn. But you he's, know, he's, hey, yeah. that's it's what working. they do. It's working for him. <laughs> so that's right. It made me laugh though because he's, she, you know, Omega's like, "What are what you, are you doing? doing?" And he's yeah. like, <laughs> what, are you doing? "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Trekking." Um, <laughs> but uh, they do end up <laughs> finding the the moon dragon's hiding hole, and. Uh, Unfortunately, Hunter gets whacked, and his breathing mask is knocked off. And what an uh, idiot! That was scary for a sec. And I mean, um, it's also interesting to note too that, like, you know, um, uh, Ari Miga is doing it. She's basically doing it again. She's like watching intently, like mm-hmm. what the the clone is doing, and just like sort of absorbing information at a alarmingly fast pace correct and then all of a sudden just taken over well and she she also they they had that very brief conversation about crosshair and she she said she basically says again don't hold it against him yeah yeah don't be mad at him and and hunter says i'm mad at myself because we don't leave anybody behind Mm -hmm. so she says well we'll we'll go get him Mm. and and that that that's where the complication comes in because when we see what Crosshair does this episode, yeah. it's like, well, we can't this really. Gonna, can't this really isn't going to be there. a straightforward. Yeah. Like, we're back. Everything's okay. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be much more complicated. It's still not his fault. Um, Omega, as a uh, you know, Hunter is kind of passed out. He is breathing, but Hunter um, Foster. Hunter Foster is. <laughs> Performing Little Shop, of Horrors. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors <laughs> on this moon, and <laughs> and uh, uh, she takes Hunter's blaster and a flashlight and is going to look for the um, capacitor for the ship, and uh, she she pretty quickly, just like you said, realizes that this creature is not really after her. It's after her her flashlight, the right. the energy source. Right. So, right. Um, she throws it its flashlight and is able to grab the capacitor. And um, I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but this definitely I don't know if it's a force sensitive thing or um, just her ability to kind of read this creature. It felt a lot like Ezra. Oh yeah, Rebels. I can see that. Mm-hmm. It felt a lot like Ezra, and it also felt a lot like Rey from yeah. Rise of Skywalker with the serpent. Totally in the in the the caves. Yeah, yeah, because she's like she's so intuitive, if you want to call it that, at the moment, Intuned. since we don't really know what's going on. But she's able to kind of study this creature and see, like, okay, it's not it's not wanting me. It's not wanting anything to do with me. But yeah. I've got it's this not flashlight. dangerous. Um, doesn't need to be killed. Yeah. Because she's got, she has, she has the option. She has the blaster with her, but she chooses mm-hmm. not to use it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, now, sort of in a juxtaposition to to that whole moment happening, we have uh, a test being set up a to, see, to see if uh, Camino's clone troopers can be replaced with 
soldiers. And uh, Grand Moff Tarkin orders Crosshair to take a group of these highly, highly, uh, highly skilled. Shall we call them proto death troopers? Because that's exactly they they exactly look like death troopers. Yeah. Very early stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so he early wants onsets. to send them early onset death troopers. <laughs> Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he wants to send them to Onderon to eliminate Saw Gerrera and that that whole uh, group of insurgents. Uh, and then we have the moment that we talked about a little bit the beginning of... Um, Crosshair questioning one of Saw's followers and they say that they don't they don't know where he is and he just shoots them. And then one of the fellow future death he shoots troopers, a woman even. Yeah, I mean it's like he didn't even like blink. It yeah. wasn't even like a oh should I do no. it just was like and you're shot. I mean, yeah. it, whoa. Uh, and uh, the you know one of the troopers who who kind of talked back to him earlier is like saying like no we're not we're not hired to be executioners like we right. are soldiers and they don't have any information let's let's get right. out of here and then he just shoots him point blank right in the chest. And we don't get to see the other guys' reactions, but no, because like, they're all armored up. But... Yeah, but I'm very like I'm curious if they're like scared shitless or if they're just like okay, yeah, we're on board. Well, I mean, uh, or both, if, if they if they wanted to jump ship, they had their opportunity. Cause right, there was mm-hmm. four of them, but they were like, oh, guess we're doing this now. We're in board. or we're out. <laughs> I um, guess we're in. And then. Those other troopers follow Crosshair's orders. Well, not necessarily his orders, but the orders of uh, Tarkin and kill the rest of those people. Even though we learned just moments before that they were just getting transport to another right. um, just some refugees. Um, and then that moment that he, you know, that uh, Crosshair says, you know, good soldiers follow orders. It's definitely... Um, his his uh menacing catchphrase recurring theme he's gonna release there's gonna be a song in episode (laughs) six or so where he's gonna sing it's gonna be amazing Um, this uh admiral rampart character Mm -hmm. oh yep Uh uh-huh yep we're getting into that Uh, well which by the way uh tarkin got got his uh governorship if you if you notice very closely he is now his uh, rank insignia bar he is now a, a grand moff mm-hmm. he is a governor mm-hmm. but this this rampart fellow is being put in charge of uh operation war mantle yes and if that sounds it, uh familiar to you uh-huh. you are not wrong no no you heard about this in passing in rogue one yep when uh Jin is going through the computer archives on Scarif, mm-hmm. and she she's mentions trying to find War Mantle. The, um, yeah, she's trying to find the Death Star plans. Right. And so War Mantle is, we, co- we come to understand, is 
the replacement of the clones with a conscripted army. Right. And one has to assume by the time of Rogue One, War Mantle was a big old success as far as uh, replacing them goes. Yeah. So now in, it's in an Rogue One, we fail- have I mean, troopers, yeah, repla- so. replacing the clones is an abject failure and probably the biggest one the Empire makes and they don't even know it. But Because uh, they're putting up funneling all their funds into the Death Star. Well, yeah, in, in, exactly, into the Death Star, and everything else suffers. Um, but we, we quickly learned that the Kaminoans uh, are running out of Jango Fett's genetic material, and this yeah. was actually mentioned some sometime along the way in, in Clone Wars, but um, really interesting development that they are now having their contract phased out, but now they're running out of Django's genetic material, which sets up the need for someone else's genetic material. Some mm-hmm. bad batch material. Now, I don't know. This, I is, feel... no, this is my question, and it doesn't... I'm not sure if they made this super clear, um, but do you guys think that that this is... The Kaminoans com- 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 are working like behind their back as far as that goes like um like they're doing it for their own purposes or is it because they they want to they're doing it for the empire like they're like this will like they're they're, they don't know that they want this but they want this like once we show them this new trick they're gonna be like wow we love them now and we need you i think it's a little more behind the back yeah it's kind of a well, because I mean, I, I honestly could see it going both ways. They're very hard creatures to read. Yeah, because they <laughs> well, yeah, they're so chill. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, so you're and like. I think they okay. would rather have their contracts preserved. Yeah. And they're trying to prove their usefulness. That would to be the, the Empire, easiest solution but, for them. But Lama Sue at the end kind of gives me the idea that they need an insurance policy. Right. Because they see which way the wind is blowing. And Tarkin says for for the time being, based on how how well Crosshairs squad performed that clones like him still serve a useful purpose but they're on borrowed time yeah and... it's gonna be a a slow fade out um we also have a just a little brief uh, speaking of like changing of ranks rampart gets promoted to admiral after after that little test um so apparently he's doing good. So well, good. he sets up a Great he sets up job. another interesting Star Wars wide thread because he talks about uh, there being other ways to create loyal soldiers. Mm. And if you think about what the Empire does, and if you go even further, what the First Order gets into, the kidnapping of children, brainwashing from a very young age. That's what he has in mind. There's I mean, lots like, of options. Like uh, <laughs> lots of fun ways. Military eugenics, almost, and and you're looking at like the Doctor Mangala of Ooh. of doing yeah. that. Yeesh. You know, hey, this this guy is not good. No, he's scary. This is a very he's scary, this is bad guy. Crazy Nazi doctor empire yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yikes, spikes. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, as far as like the main plot, that's that's pretty much the what we have. I was um, curious, like, um, also about the 
the they're looking to clone the bad batch yes but they've also i mean do we i feel like we're getting more hints about arimiga and like what exactly she is um and i'm trying to find out um yeah like how what 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 is she spliced with like how how did they get her to be what she is um i don't know yeah, we don't we don't know. Still a mystery. Yeah, we got we got zero clarity on that this week. But uh, yeah, other I than do, her w- sort of portraying some more like force sensitive qualities. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and like you said, Daniel, like very quickly picking up on how the other clones behave, like how yeah, the like, bad oh, batch. Oh yeah, I could do like, that. Oh, this is what he's doing. Okay, now I now I. I've logged it. Now I pretty much know how to do it. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> um, um, I, I, um, yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> hairbrain theory time. Oh, it's no. hairbrain theory time. Everybody go grab a, a, a swig of your favorite alcohol. Yep. Here comes Ready? Comes and Daniel. shots, 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 shots. <laughs> what if, I mean... Now that we know what makes money in Star Wars, mm-hmm. what if Grogu showed up? I knew you were gonna bring him into this. <laughs> I knew. Just what it. if? Just what if? <laughs> I mean, like, because he does exist during this time period. I know that he's being like hidden. Mm-hmm. But like, what if the Caminions? <laughs> they find him. Have some of his DNA. To help make the superior clone. Yeah, maybe, maybe some of those, some of those sexy Grogu midichlorians are in. This is actually not your. This is actually not your most outlandish. No, um, this idea. isn't the, mo- the most insane. <laughs> but I mean, like it. it he I, we just. It is worth noting that that he does exist during this time. He is currently just to um, at least remind us that he exists yeah he's, he's the same he's age so basically cute. as um anakin um so he's like in his 20s um, so he's even smaller so he's than the first time we see yeah. him yeah. god he'd be so cute um yeah so he's about you know 10 years older than um arviga um yeah so i don't know it would be interesting because like it it, it I could see Disney being like, must bring in Grogu, make more money. <laughs> it's possible. I th- I think maybe, you, what if you got like a Dr. Pershing? Yeah, something yeah. that yeah. sort of Some referenced kind, that where it's story. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Without going all the without way there. fully but. just having him like goo goo gaga onto the... <laughs> Well, of course, Dr. Bershing's pretty young in that series, so he would be yeah, like, he's, maybe yeah, it'd be, be like his be dad or young, something. He'd be about 10 years, well. Or he could be a less, kid, he could be a kid 20 scientist. 20 years younger here. You know, he could be oh a Doogie Howser situation. Hmm. Just saying. But, um, but kind of like, kind of like with the insane Palpatine stuff, there, there could be nods to, yes, again, the research the, of the technology, the... There's definitely get into a connection that. there. I could get yeah. into that for Filoni, sure. Filoni is setting up a a an obvious like there there is a thread that is being he's he is needling this thread through 
like all of his series now and yeah. it's all kind of coming from Camino, you know Camino and it's like what what is it we don't know what that is yet and like where where is that end game going to be um is is eventually is the end game eventually you know um I mean, I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, is the end game Rise of Skywalker or is there something that we just don't even know yet that he hasn't revealed? I don't know. <laughs> it, it would certainly Shh, help them to give some more background on Rise of Skywalker because it's very, there's some very stark developments in that movie that need some covering. In. Oh, <laughs> Well, if there's one thing that uh, we definitely trust Filoni to do, it's go back in and you know, shade in and color in and enrich clip, clip, story, yeah, enrich press, press stories there. that 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 we already know and love. Um, the episode ends with a really sweet little moment, and we learn earlier on in the episode that um, Ormega doesn't even have her own room, and <gasps> oh, uh, Wrecker Wrecker builds her this little like cubby room and puts sweet lights and. Her own window. Yeah, just really, really sweet moment um, that, you know, is further connecting her to to this group. <laughs> Very upset. He hates Omega. He doesn't like Omega. <laughs> um, and I thought that was a, a sweet way to end a very dark, <laughs> upsetting yes. episode. Yes, yeah. truly. <laughs> Although it... it I I I, oh, it, it's, I don't want to think about it, but it like because of my dark mind, I'm I'm already thinking about because when they're setting up something so nice mm. like that, like look at what look at this nice thing that Wrecker did, and meanwhile earlier in the episode he's complaining about his head hurting, like he's got he's gonna have a turn and it's gonna be really fucking sad. And because he just did this really sweet, wonderful thing for Omega, and then he's and then eventually that his chip is gonna like. Well, chip maybe in, tech is so maybe tech is gonna figure out how to remove the chips. Before, I certainly hope so. Before, but that yeah, there, I think there's gonna be a scary moment before that happens. I think that like he, it's gonna start to like he's gonna start to turn, and they're like, "Oh God, we have to get." Well, it done and then now. there was the there was the whole question of do, number one: is this just one series or one? Yeah, right. Uh, one season. Number two. Do we asked this question? I think last week. Do the Bad Batch even make it out alive? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do they exist somewhere in Star Wars? Yeah. Are they just? Or like... do we have? Does this culminate with a giant Imperial crackdown on clones? Because I would and... think. I mean, I guess it's anybody's guess. I mean, it's not like all the clones would all hang out together in like a little clone retreat, like in no. Private. But but, but, but that I, mean, means... I would expect that like. You know, at least I would have thought that if they did exist, they would be hanging out with Rex and, you know, and the other two that were with him. Right. And Rex went on to to serve in, on Endor. That was retconned, but mm-hmm. he was on Endor. And uh, so. Oh, the, really? To, Wait, to, he was on Endor yeah, for. He served on. He served in. Served in the Battle of Endor. Like Hera and. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Yes. Um. But you'd have to assume that these guys took part in in kind of the battles we know and mm-hmm. just did so off screen. I think the more uh, powerful what, way to deal with them is kind of what they did in Rogue One is wipe them off the chessboard. Right. Which sucks. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
But sad. I don't think all of our heroes make it out of the Galactic Civil War alive. They can't. That's, yeah, no, they can't. That's just the the nature of of that'd war. Be, be so uh, I don't have a great feeling about where I have a bad feeling about this. Where this all ends. And actually, the uh, uh, the composer of the show took to Twitter and said he had just finished the the scoring session for the the last episode and uh, said it was very emotional for him. Oh mm. gosh. Which well. it could just be an artistic thing, but I was like, "Oh, great! Oh, good! You were writing their death music, right? <laughs> right, right. You sent up neat. A bitch. Um, um, yeah, and they're doing such a good job, like with their characterizations. Because, and I, I thought honestly, I don't know why, but I just thought like, I, I didn't expect myself to be liking each individual character as much as I am. And like, it's I, all I, I found D. Myself Bradley. Well, I, that was gonna bring me into talking about <laughs> D. Bradley. Oh yeah, because yeah, D. Bradley Baker. Because I mean, if you do, if you don't know this and you're just learning this for the first time, he voices the entire Bad Batch, the entire clone army. In fact, yeah, it, uh, animated. So, and um, I was I was impressed with him in final season of Clone Wars, but like, this is just incredible. Yeah, like it's, it is. <laughs> it is so incredible that each of the characters are so, first so of all, unique. well written, and second of all, so well acted. Yep. That we are feeling for them individually. Because, yeah, they're you know, funny. They're 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 they they're touching, and yeah, they all. Yeah, like you care about them already. Mm-hmm. That's that's that is a really great sign of a great performance. Yeah. Do either of you have a favorite, um, a favorite, a favorite clone? Yeah, a favorite guy. I mean, I thought that he was going to be the most annoying, but like Wrecker is probably my favorite right now. Yeah, he's a very lovable oaf of a teddy bear. Yeah, a killer teddy bear. <laughs> a killer teddy bear. And he's like, yeah, he's like really stupid, but also like really smart. I don't know. He's great. I'm a fan of tech. Sure. Or, or call him Teak. Teak. <laughs> His name is actually Teak. Yeah, Teak. Uh, and I, I wouldn't call him a, a favorite, but I think the animation on Crosshair, oh, particularly sure. his eyes. It's so good. Is so lifelike, so frightening. Just the way he kind of leers at people, uh, you know, gives the, the side eye and the... Mm-hmm. Animation is, we've talked about this already, the animation has just come so far and you get so much from just his eyes, which I think is uh, really cool. Yeah, I love that. I love what um, D. Bradley Baker does with, with Crosshair's voice. Yeah. It's so menacing and complex and, yeah, he's so freaking good. What about who's your favorite, Alyssa? Um, I think it's honestly a toss-up between Wrecker and Tech. Uh, teak, yeah. sorry. Teak. Um, teak. Rika and Teak. And uh, yeah, they both just, they're very interesting characters. Um, oh. Yeah, to, to be honest, like I was, I was excited for this series. I wasn't like losing my mind by any means. I thought totally. they were fun. I thought they were fun characters from the final yeah. season of Clone Wars. I was like, yeah, that's cute. That's cute that they're going to get their own spin-off. Like that'll be some cool. And basically, we knew because of the timeline of things, uh 
some other, you know, character cameos we might get and some other, you know, nice little juicy info prior to our other, uh, you know, Star Wars films and TV shows. But uh, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. And... It's taking me by surprise in numerous ways. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it and I'm... Excited and scared, yeah, for, for where well, we're yeah. headed. Where if we're this headed. is any indication, Ugh. I mean, they're 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 they've already gone down a very dark road. So like they they're now that I know that they're willing to go there, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no, <laughs> oh no. Well, and if and if we do indeed see, indeed see War Mantle finished, yeah, or taken to its completion, it's going to be a, a a bloody little conflict mm-hmm. where all the clones who most of them have now pledged allegiance to the empire enthusiastically so so it's going to be very confusing for them if uh they're if eliminated this happen- it's just yeah. going to be tragic just for everybody involved tragedy it's tragedy yeah it's going to be sad yeah well, well that was the episode yeah any other any other thoughts and feelings y'all have about about it where do you think you were going uh what 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 do you think is the next inciting action? Well, they have to find Rex at some yeah, point. Yeah, right? so. that's I feel like that's either this next one or the following. That's that's my thoughts and feelings. The, yeah, too. this felt somewhat like not in not in a bad episodes. way. This felt somewhat like a a side quest. Yeah, yeah. You like know, getting they, stranded on the moon and everything. Yeah, the, but the, this episode was a lot more about character and world building, especially as far as the Empire goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've made their intentions perfectly clear with how. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's no ambiguity there on. And and will what, the Caminoans, will the Caminoans kind of get sinister in, uh, in their attempt to maybe track down one of the Bad Batch? Yeah, is it going right. to be a forcible like we we need your DNA, or is it a, you know, willing compliance? That'll mm. be interesting. Yeah, for sure. And and to see which one they replace Django with. Yeah, yeah, because they're that's that's coming yeah. in some capacity. So exciting stuff. Uh, we hope that you are oh, well, watching the, the bad bag. Oh, the Camino wagon is Oh, the Camino wagon. Wow. I actually did not see that one coming. That wasn't even no. kind of <laughs> sort of wagon. It, ma- it doesn't no. make any sense. No, <laughs> one word. But <laughs> oh, Daniel. <laughs> but what if they did have a wagon? If they do, you all owe me dinner. Fine. You know what? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Deal. Deal. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, we hope that you are enjoying the Bad Batch, and if you have other ideas or theories. Uh, please uh, comment or send us a message or an email. Or just send an email directly to to, to Filoni. I mean, oh yeah, just, just to Filoni <laughs> directly. Like, he I loves that. Hop, hop into their DMs on Twitter. <laughs> I have this really great Be idea. Sure to answer. Um, about oh, a little a bit com- of other uh, Star Wars news. Uh, if you had tickets to Star Wars Celebration twenty twenty, and then it got rescheduled again. Good news, it got rescheduled again. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> um, so now it's uh, May 
what what is it? May seventeenth through. It's not. Is it on the fourth? No. no, no, no. It's May no, it's se- May seventeenth through the twentieth. Mid May. Maybe. That sounds Anyways, right. That lands on my birthday, so it's it was be, my birthday. It was Dino's. Now it's mine, but we'll celebrate both in a very exciting. Well, and speaking way. of Australia, uh, because that there's a there's a big Star Wars fa- following in Australia, but Australia has closed its borders and has limited international travel until mid 2022. Right. Wow. Oh, right. Takes them out, takes our Australian so, friends uh, out of completely out of this celebration. Celebrate, which yeah. sucks royally. That does yeah, suck this for is. Them. I mean, it doesn't. Um, t- you know, things change quickly in yeah. our strange field, but um, it doesn't. the The date change didn't really affect us in any way, but I know it affected a lot of other people. Like I yeah. have friends who are teachers and are like, "Well, now I can't go to two of the days. Like this right. is what a bummer." I mean, we'd been yeah. I mean, since last summer when they when they told us it would be August yeah. of the following year. Well, and things could change, I guess, you make for that, Australia you make that plan. before then. But we'll yeah, see. but not for. I mean, I just mean specifically for um, folks folks here. Anybody, anybody um, who's trying to kind of arrange plans. Yeah, I that, mean, if you have sucks, if you but... have kids or if you are a teacher, like now you're really not going to be able to go to the first two days of that celebration stinks. which is a bummer a stinky poop but oh, also also this a uh, couple days ago george lucas celebrated his 77th yes! birthday happy birthday george lucas We'd be remiss if we didn't mention the guy who makes Made any of all. this remotely he relevant invite us to his birthday this year i'm sure it was because of covid <laughs> yeah yeah, he yeah. doesn't have my new address. It's so. okay. He doesn't seem like a birthdays guy to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I feel like he's like a, it would be great if everyone forgot this day. Right. <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for listening. This is Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson, and I have to go email Dave Filoni about a Camino wagon. <laughs> okay. And I'm Dino Kendros. <laughs> And I'm going to purchase a blunt weapon, <laughs> drive to Daniel's location, and fill in the blank. <laughs> Ooh, Mad Libs. Uh, may the force be with you. Always. Clear.